Glass Chat, episode 141, Champs Glass Games. Hugh Glass, Hugh Solkind. What's up, buddy? Hey, how you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing great this morning. Nice, man. Happy, happy Turpy Thursday, right? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, man, uh, it's kind of wild and organic how this, uh, this opportunity for you and me to, you know, shoot the shit about, uh, Champs Glass Games came about, but, uh, yeah, man, let's, let's really kind of just shoot the shit about what Champs Glass Games about, uh, when's the next event and, uh, let's kind of spread the word and get it out there. Sure. Um, Glass Games is uh, a, a form of entertainment for the Champs trade show. Um, also, it's a form of getting glass blowers together to show off what they do. Um, I'm the director of this Glass Games for the trade show, for Champs trade show. And I, it's my job to come up with games that are fun to do for glass blowers and uh, also a way for them to show off what they're good at and um, uh, be able to try and build people's careers a little bit, which is what's happened over the years. Um, we've been doing the Glass Games since 2011. I've been with them since 2012. And uh, we have six trade shows during the year. And so we have a, an individual glass games for each trade show. And uh, our trade shows are all around the country. We do two in Las Vegas, one in Denver, um, which is the one that's coming up uh, soon in the next month or so. And then we do one in Atlantic City and we do one in Chicago. And uh, we're going to be doing one in uh, Daytona Beach, Florida this year, which is new for us. We've done Florida, but never Daytona Beach. Okay, so let me uh, let me just pick you your brain on a few things. Uh, sure. Topic number one that I want to get out there. Uh, do you know the dates off the top of your head uh, for the upcoming one that I think you mentioned in Denver? Yeah, it's the 27th and 28th of September. Okay, and then with that being said, because I know a lot of glass artists uh, and then just people in t into the actual culture, obviously, uh, are going to listen to this. Um Who's it open to? Um, obviously, it is open to glass blowers. I'm sure it's open to you know business owners, operators. Uh, is it open right. to the public? Uh, just uh -huh. to break that down. Right. Now, we are not open to the public. We are a B2B um, show. We are a wholesale show. Um, so we uh, we are we cater to. Uh, people who own stores um, and are in the industry as business owners and people come and uh, to our trade show to, uh, to show their wares for trade show. So we're not open to the public, but we do have this thing called glass games, which is open to all glass blowers to enter if they want to. And it's a good way to get them introduced to this show format and to the uh, trade show format, which a lot of people are now becoming more used to in this day and age. Um, when I started, we had many outlets to sell glass in and nowadays it's more going towards the trade show thing um and it's the and this is just an interesting interesting way to get the individual glass blowers in to see what's going on and to maybe get them to win a little bit of money i get to hand out quite this year so far i've handed out about ninety thousand dollars to glass blowers with no strings attached and um that's all through the glass games and so it's a way to get people introduced to the wide world of glass and what's out there okay so then uh i'm not a glass blower per se but uh you know I'm, I'm doing the interview, so I will rep the uh, curious glass artist. Uh, is there a fee? Like, do I have to have a booth as a glass artist to be a part of the games? Or is, no. Okay, so with that being said, then, if I don't want a booth, but I want to be a part of the games, you're telling me that that is possible, right? Yep. Okay, and then yep. uh, is there Absolutely. a fee to be in the games? 
No, there is no fee. Um, that's one of the reasons why I like running these contests. There is no fee. There is no strings attached. We are bringing in glass blowers just to uh, have them do what they do normally at home, but do it in a public setting and to be able to win some money at these contests, which is always fun. This year, actually, at our winter show, I'm going to be able to give a check, an individual check for $20,000 to a glass blower. And it costs nothing to enter these games. Um, once you start coming to the shows, if you want to have a booth we have different size booths for people to get into if they want to we have uh these uh, smaller booths that are five by fives is what we call them they're a five foot table and so they're an introductory booth which is for uh american-made glass solely um and not for big companies not for vapes and other things like that just glass blowers um so we're trying to make more of a smaller niche section in this larger trade show for people like me who have been behind the torch for many many years and just trying to do our thing Okay, and then, uh, so for me to you, me as a fan of the yep. industry and being in the yep. industry, uh, again, I've never been to a Champs event, but you literally telling me right now and telling all of us that are going to listen to this about the those small tables solely geared to the independent American artist, or I'm assuming that, you know, if I lived in Europe and yes. I was an amended, independent artist, you would probably still let me show up. So with that being oh, said, yes. uh, thank you for that opportunity. Um because for me personally, um, I always kind of, and, and I'm just shooting to you straight. Like I right, always right, thought right. that champs was, you know, more of a big business type event and less for the small guy. So you, uh, you stating that to me and you stating that to, you know, people that listen to this, oh, uh, yes. thank you for that. Uh, cause I think that you even, even that five by five booth, uh, I've been to glass Vegas and I know yep. that they do smaller boots, but, you know, I, I think that you creating this opportunity for them and maybe they don't have, especially right now with the economy and the right. industry cash flow within the industry right now is, I'm, I'm just going to flat out say it. It's not, it's not awesome. <laughs> and so right, with that right, being right. said, uh, thank you for making the opportunity available for people that, you know, might want to jump on it. But, you know, things are tight and maybe they've right. never done it before. And, you know, as well as I do, um, some people don't do well in crowds and don't want right. to, you know, do big conventions. And this might be an opportunity to say, hey, you know, you don't have to commit the, the full wad of cash. You, you don't right. even really have to f commit any wad of cash. But if you want to be involved, if you want to blow some glass, you want to meet some new people, hang out. Uh, yeah, dude, that's rad. Thank you. Oh yeah, definitely. And, and a lot of that is for the smaller glass blower because their booths are the larger booths, the 10 by tens and larger are very expensive for the beginner to get into. And we started this, this whole trade show started with 35 booths back in 1998. And it, and the glass blowers is what made this this trade show possible so it's a way of giving back to the glass blowers and giving them an introduction to what's going on because yeah trying to spend i don't know how much the bigger booths are i'm not in charge of selling those but they're probably three grand or so or more and so trying to get somebody to get into that right off the bat with not knowing what's going on is a little bit hard to do and also we've had people who come in and buy the smaller booths a couple of years get some good sales going on and then buy a bigger booth so it is uh, it is an opportunity to get in there and see what's going on also um, 
a lot of people just don't have a lot of production, especially if they're working out of their houses and stuff. So they don't have an, a, a capacity to fill large booths or have to go in with a bunch of friends and stuff like that. So it's a way to get the individual glass blower in there. And also we do give a little bit of discounts for people who are in our games. Um, so actually if you end up winning some of our games, sometimes we end up uh, giving you a decent discount on a booth or even give you a booth if you're in our master's contest. Right on, man. That's dope. Thank yeah. you for doing that. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, and it's just, I, it's, it's a, it's also a thing for me. I've been doing this for 32 years. I've, I still work in a small shop. And so I don't consider myself one of the big guys. Like you said, you had uh, Jerome Baker on, um, as an interview person, he's obviously runs a large studio and that's good for him. And he does really well with that, but it's not for everybody, especially in our industry, how a lot of people just like to work with themselves or try to exclude, you know, to exclude themselves from the main society to a certain extent. Well, Jason has a hell of a lot of energy. He loves the culture. He loves intermixing with people. He loves socializing. And, uh, you know, I'm not judging him, but I'm just, you know, I, I'm judging the book by its cover. Uh, he's, <laughs> no, he's, 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 he's great in that environment. And he, he, I think he thrives in that environment where, flip the coin the other way, uh, there are guys, there are men and women that are working for him that they don't want that. And so they right. just want to show up, blow glass, and then get the fuck out. Uh, and so, right. you know, it takes all kinds. So it, it's, it's cool that you are, uh, you're, you're making an opportunity available to, um, you know, people that if, if they just want an opportunity or a shot, it, it, you're, you're, right. you're making it as feasible as possible. I mean, obviously Definitely. you, I mean, you, you wish you could, but you can't, uh, probably, but you, you can't give everything away for free in this world. It's not no, possible. No, no. But right. you're you're making it doable. So let me ask you this: I want to I want to change the direction a little bit, sure, uh, because sure. it is glass games. And yes. so, um, you know, while you and I were you know trying to line this chat up in my head, I was trying to figure out, okay, um, you know, what does that really mean? And so, <laughs> I, I, let me just flat out ask you: Is it like? Sure. Is it do like? Okay, so if I'm an Olympic athlete, I know like with track and field, there's 50 plus different events. Uh, so when right. I, when I think of champs glass games it, as a glass artist that might not really know what they're getting into, are there categories like, Hey, you guys got to make this or Hey, oh, you yes. got to make this. And okay. So you say yes. And then is the category different at every expo? Like every city you go to, is it different or is it different every day at the, the set event? How does, how does that work? Okay, so for each show, I pick a certain number of games um, that we're going to play throughout the show. Okay. This next show in Denver is actually our, our shortest show. It's only two days. Most of our shows are three or four days. Okay. And um, this next show, we have four contests, and actually it's six contests, but it's four main contests. Um, and and those contests are uh, the game of marbles and also the set of marbles that you're going to make. So we actually have a marble course. Um, that's, uh, it's a game called ringer, which is an old school marble game. I know we're both younger people, so we didn't grow up playing. Marbles. <laughs> yeah, <I don't> know. <laughs> <laughs> but all of our friends make marbles. And so we figured we'd teach some of these younger kids how to play the old school marbles. And I actually had to do my homework when we first started doing that. <laughs> right on, man. To figure out what, it, what it was. Um, but we have uh, people, um, 
come in and bring in a set of marbles and a set of marbles, I believe is uh, 12 marbles of one size, um, which is about three quarters of an inch. And then one that's about an inch, which would be a shooter. And we judge the, the, the sets before we start playing. And uh, uh, whoever has the, we, and we award a first, second, third prize in the sets. And um, that would be for the nicest marbles. And then we actually play the game and we also give a first, second, and third for whoever wins the game. And we're several rounds and um, uh, you can look at, you know, the game of ringer if you want to look up an old school game but it's fun to see people actually down on the carpet playing and we give out cash prizes for each one of these events and um another uh, game that we came up with which is and we've done the marble game at denver for the last uh, probably seven years and so it's been going on for quite a while another one that we've done in denver for a long time is the goblet grab and that's where um people come in and uh, bake goblets and bring them in and um they are given a hundred dollars per for a goblet that they bring in and a lot of people bring in two goblets so we'll end up giving them a hundred dollars and a ticket to grab a goblet and so at the last day of the show i believe around 4 20 in the afternoon we start doing the awards which is also where we do the goblet grab and so when you've gotten your number we randomly pick numbers out of a hat and whoever's number that correlates to gets to go up and grab a goblet so if you're the the first person to get picked you get the first you pick of about 150 goblets um i remember a few years ago akm had a really nice goblet that was in there that um yeah everybody was jonesing for and the guy who got it was super excited and um so it's a it's a way that then the goblet grab that was actually yeah, so a lot of these ideas come from different shows that i've done over the years and uh the goblet grab originally came from gas conference um glass art society conference um which is also another story in itself. Um, but one of the, so we have fun doing the goblet grab. One of the other games we're doing is this year, which is new is glass or it's Millie checkers. So people who make Marini or Millie Fiore, um, we're going to have them bring in a set of uh, Marini um, and judge them on the, the, how well they made the Marini. And then we're going to play checkers and you get to, and the same thing with the marbles is when you play the games, you actually get to keep what you win. And both the game of marbles and the game of checkers, when you, you know, you get to keep the other po opponent's pieces one, once you win or once you jump somebody, you know, the if you guys play checkers before, which I'm sure everybody has. Um, and so it's also a way of collecting other people's pieces, and it's kind of a fun competition to be in. And the same thing with the checkers is we're going to give a first, second, and third for the presentation of the, the Marini that they're going to play with, and then also with the winners for the games. And, um, and the other contest that we're going to be doing is called Is It Glass? And it's kind of a play on Is It Cake? And this is me trying to be somewhat uh, 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 fashionable, I guess. And it's just over the years, I've seen so many people make things out of glass that don't look like they're made out of glass, like whether it be food or candy or animals or soda pop bottles, you know, things like that. So there's all sorts of things that are made out of glass that might not, you might not think they're made out of glass. And so that's where that contest comes from. And again, we give a first, second and third in those contests. And the first prize uh, uh, for those contests is a thousand dollars. Second prize is 500 and the third prize is 250. Um, and those are checks given to the individual glassblowers. And the first place of all four of those contests are going to go on to what's called our master's event. And our master's event is in February in Vegas. And that's where I get to give away a $20,000 check to an individual glassblower and 10 other checks that are going to be a little smaller than that, but still. Um, down to a thousand dollars and everybody loves it i'm not exactly sure how the, the price breakdown goes but i got my boss to uh, promise to give a twenty thousand dollar check this year last year in the last few years that we've been doing it, the grand prize has been ten thousand dollars and actually nathan belmont who you're going to have interviewed sometime in the future on the show was the one who actually won our contest last year 
our master's contest in February, which was a lot of fun. And so it's always a, a thrill to be able to give somebody a, a huge check. And I, I think you and I can agree, like, you know, are there people in the industry that have grossed a million dollars? Yes. But are there, yeah, we, are there individuals in this community that, you know, make a million bucks a year, uh, less than probably 0.1%. Uh, and so with that being said, that's a life changing money. Like no shit. Like even, and I'm not lying, even a grant, like if somebody, if you literally showed up and said, Hey Greg, here's a grant. I'd be like, are you shitting me? And that's real shit. Like that's life changing. So, oh yeah, oh yeah. No, that's actually actually why we're giving away the twenty thousand dollars this year. Because we've been giving away ten thousand for a long time, and I have seen that change people's lives. But we've been doing it for so long that now twenty thousand is equivalent to when we started giving the ten thousand away. So it's it's supposed to be something life changing. Yeah, nobody's ever given me money like that. And I've been doing this for thirty two years. <laughs> A fucking inflation, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, man. Uh, Okay, so then uh, next question for me to you is, um, so you do Champs uh, Denver. Uh, When is, let's, because I mean, it's it's close. You know, it's, it's, uh, I think, maybe just under six weeks away. Um, So let's say somebody doesn't have the funds or the ability to do that, i.e. kids, just life in general shit. But uh, when is the next one planned and where is that? The next one after that is Daytona Beach. And that's going to be a little uh, departure from our normal program. And that's going to be where it's a, uh, we're doing a show that is right next to Champs in the same building, but it's going to be more of a a glass party. And uh, uh, people are going to, it's going to be actually open to that one's going to be open to the public. And that's the first time we've ever had a show that's been open to the public. And it's going to be kind of similar to the idea of the, uh, the DFO that goes on around here, the, okay. uh, and, um, where people are going to buy a ticket to get into that show. And we're going to have a lot of glass blowing going on. And we're going to have some people like Robert Mickelson and other bigger names where you could blow with a pro. So you could blow some glass. And there's, uh, several things that are going on with that show. We are going to actually award three different, uh, uh, prizes that will go on to our masters from that show. But I'm not exactly sure the program on how that's going down yet. Um, our director of that is Kevin Dangman and, um, he, He's just now uh, coming up with um, just now releasing the details of how that show is going to work. But that's the the first, second and third of November down in Daytona Beach, Florida. Right on. And our main shows that we started with are Las Vegas and those are our biggest shows. And so we do Las Vegas in February and we're going to do another one probably in July. Um, We did a summer show and a winter show generally. And those are our very, very large shows. And that's where our larger contests happen um, as far as the glass games go. And the other shows, uh, there's usually like the summer show in Vegas that we just did. We ended up having 11 contests. Um, And so it's a lot to, to, to do. To, to deal with, I had to set up infrastructure for 40 glass blowers to be able to blow glass at once, which is always fun. Uh, and, no, uh, no, probably not at all. <laughs> oh no, it's it's actually pretty awesome. Oh, I'm good, actually, good. 
Now we work with some of the best people in the industry for um, uh, uh, infrastructure, and I've learned more about how to make things work for a large amount of people than anywhere else. I, a little bit of my history, I've been running uh, what we call a, a flame offs, and this is what this is basically a flame off. And I've been doing this since 2003, and so I've had to work in the industry to how to figure out how to make everybody blow glass at once. And so Champs luckily has been uh, willing to spend the money on the infrastructure to be able to do it. And so we actually have the equipment where I could do 40, I could make, I could run 40 glass blowers um, with 100 PSI oxygen, 35 PSI propane, each individual station for up to 40 people without a problem. And that's something I know nobody else can tell you about. (laughs) One thing that just popped into my head, and I should have asked it earlier, but I didn't, and I'm going to ask it now. Um, So if I'm a glassblower and I've never done this before, what is uh, basically required or recommended to bring if you uh, are entertaining the idea of being a part of one of these games? Like, I'm assuming... Do I need to bring a kiln? Obviously, you probably need to bring your torch and, til- and some of your tools or any tool that you want to use. But what are what are some of the things maybe that you either you do need to bring or maybe you can answer it like what you don't need to bring? Right. Definitely. Um, well, it depends which show we're doing. Then our next show in Denver that we're about to do is our one show. That's a bring in contest. We're not actually having any live glass blowing. Um, the Denver convention center isn't so down with the flames, okay. unfortunately. <laughs> um, so it's our one show where people make stuff at home and bring it in. Okay. Um, and, but the shows that we do actually have uh, where we can openly blow glass, we just uh, want people to bring their own torch and their tools. And we give them a, an eight foot table that is theirs to work on generally. Um, we provide the kilns because yeah, that many kilns is such a nightmare to deal with, and we usually hey, stop. Stop where you're at because uh, you're, you're stop where you're at. Your phone's doing that Star Wars thing again. Yeah, yeah, I just heard that. Uh, <laughs> it's not just at my house. Okay, yeah, you're good now. So you re- try and okay. re- try and start again. Sorry for that. <laughs> not a problem. <laughs> um, yeah, we when we do have the uh, contest where people blow glass on site, we uh, have them bring in their own torch and their own tools. But we provide the gases, we provide the hookups to their torches, and we provide the kilns. Okay. Right on, man. Yep. And, and we generally have people uh, split a kiln because there's so many kilns, depending on the size of the show. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, we try to just make it as friendly as possible for the glass blowers uh, to be able to work there. And um, there's always a lot of people there who also help somebody out if they need a scrap piece of glass or if they need a tool, that kind of stuff. But um, we just tr- try to provide the infrastructure for people to be able to do their, their best work. Uh, so everybody listening yeah. to this, if you have more questions uh, and you need to try to get some answers, uh, you can check out uh, Champs Glass Games on Instagram. Uh, the handle for that is uh, at C-H-A-M-P-S-G-L-A-S-S-G-A-M-E-S, Champs Glass Games. Uh, just uh, spell it as it says. Um, somebody might be able to help you there. If not, you can definitely check out uh, champstradeshow.com and then follow the links uh, and then maybe probably reach out via email or a phone number to somebody. Uh, I do have a question again about this upcoming event on September 27th through September 28th in Denver. Um, Do you know, is there any availability left? Are there any open slots left where if somebody listens to this and they say, hey, let's go check it out, uh, that might be feasible? 
Oh, yes, most definitely. Um, we could only have so many people in these contests because of time constraints, um, but we usually are not filled up all the way. And so we usually have room. Um, uh, the, there's a, a woman I work with named Victoria, and she's the one who's kind of in charge of scheduling. And so we figure out how many hours or how much time it's going to take on certain things and so we allow that many people to come in this next show though we have usually a lot of room um, because there's things like gobbly grab so it's not a time constraint sort of thing but when we're doing live glass blowing if it's a four-hour contest or something like that we only have so many hours in a day so we have to come up with a maximum number of people that could be in a contest and um, sometimes we fill some contests up all the way and sometimes we don't and a lot of that is uh, what what the subject is and how interested people are in it. Sometimes I've come up with things that obviously or sometimes, I don't know, I've come up with things that people are not interested in all that much, so I try not to do that again, but sometimes things are very popular, so I'll do that again at a future date sort of thing so it's always different um it's always worth checking out each show is going to be a little individual um and um yeah the prizes are always different the contests are always different and the time lengths are always different and um yeah some things we've done over and over again like the game of marbles for this next show coming up in our goblet grab they've been very popular well man um I don't think I have any more formal questions for you. Is there anything that you can think of um, that might be, uh, you know, worthwhile sharing that uh, obviously that I've missed or that, you know, you and I both have missed? (laughs) Um, Well, uh, one of the things in particular is these last contests are meant, I mean, we do give away cash prizes, but they're meant to be fun. It's meant to be a way to get a glass community together in a social setting and be able to see everybody's work and to be able to have a lot of fun. Some people take the trade show so seriously that they stress themselves out and they don't end up having fun. But this is a way to try to introduce a little bit of fun reality in their world. And um, the the trade shows can be a little overwhelming. So it's nice to hang out with people who are similarly like-minded like we are. So that's what I just want to add to that. Right on, man. Well, hey, um, Hugh, from me to you, man, thank you uh, for taking the time to... uh, you know, shoot the shit about this event and to share some insight on it. It uh, was very informative for myself, and I'm certainly uh, sure that it'll be informative for some other people out there. And uh, yeah, man, I, I hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully this goes well, and uh, maybe I'll see you there. Sure. Sounds great. Thank you. Yeah. Have a good day, man. You too. Take care. Hey, what's up? Before you go, uh, again, I just, I've been saying thank you at the end of every one of these episodes, I think, since I've started. Uh, so I don't think I'm going to stop now. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Glass Chat. Thank you for supporting independent and made glass art and for all the DMs and all the messages and even the people that, you know, know me and that come up to me at events. It really, really does mean a lot. Thank you so much. And I wish you guys nothing but love and just good things. Take it easy. Take care of yourself. Be well, be kind to each other.